Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. The following program was produced by an independent community producer. The opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of the ECAT staff or board of directors. To you from underneath the peach blossom It's time for an episode of Be Awesome Find positivity throughout your life and work Just like our mascot rooster, Steve the Jerk Hello and welcome to another episode of the Be Awesome Podcast. I am your host, Joshua Peach, with my co-host, Mr. Mark Resnick, on the other side of the table. It's been too long, Mark. Way too long, Josh, but here we are. Yes. Back at it. We are at it. And uh, completely unscripted, as as always. Uh, we were just talking a couple hours ago, and we're, we've been doing a couple episodes. Our, our guy, Adam at ECAD, has let us in back into the studio. We haven't been here since December 1st. Uh, the Santa Claus episode, and the reason being, it's it's now close to March. Uh, just a few short days after that, I left for Alaska the next day. Uh, got home December sixth, and uh, I became ill with everything other than COVID, and uh, had no voice for a number of weeks, and went through you know six eight weeks of of basically hell. Um, and yeah. So and then been, I got COVID right after. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. recovered, and I got COVID. Yeah. So it's been a it's been a bounce around. So we're just happy to be back here in the studio. And uh, we've got a really uh, kind of a cool guest. Uh, they're all cool guests, but this is a really cool guest. So we got John Cady in the house. Hello. <laughs> now, before John starts going, I'm going to get going. You know Miley Cyrus? I do. You do? You know the song Wrecking Ball? I mean, I don't know the lyrics. Everybody knows it, right? I, I've heard the John Cady wrote that song in 1990 in the Oliver Ames Cafeteria. So, Stop. yeah, I swear to God, it didn't get as big back then. Yeah, but, it yeah. didn't. So John, John, and I were probably two of the smaller sized guys in in high school. Uh, I didn't have a growth spurt until I was a, I think, a junior for the second time, and uh, and so we were at lunch one one day, and somebody was giving John a hard time, and he and he's just eating his lunch, and he, I'll never forget it. Never looked at, look, never really looked up at it, and a bigger bigger guy. And uh, and he just goes, you don't want any of this. And, and they said, what? And he, I'll come at you like a wrecking ball. And I just stopped. <laughs> it was amazing. It was it, it was just it, and it was and that was it. It was just you it, don't know what to say. I'm glad I didn't have to back that up. <laughs> I know, I know. That's it, it, great. I believe dude. there were laughs, and then like he walked away, and I'm like, I can't believe. And then meanwhile, sweat pouring down my face. I'm like, this is it. Yeah. This is actually my '80s movie. Moment where I get my ass kicked, my yeah, butt kicked. Yeah, that's all right. Sorry. That's oh my right. gosh, I yeah. might have to steal that. That's oh, yeah. a good story. Oh yeah, no, John, John and I go back to probably 1985 or 1986, probably uh, youth baseball or something. Yeah. And then middle school and then junior high school and high school and and uh, and he's also got um, when you talk about uh, ideal um, an ideal couple that you that just kind of look at that you're just like, wow, they they got this stuff figured out. It's his parents. Nice. Uh, his parents live down. You. His parents live down the street from me. Now they, uh, but growing up, it was they always were smiling. They were always together. They were always 
everything. They walk, they do their walks together to this day, and they've been married how long? Fifty-six years. Yeah, and that's great. Yeah, just amazing, so cool, amazing people. And, and I'll probably be off a year, and my mom will call me. After yeah, this. she's like, you know what, fifty-seven, right? Yeah, but, <laughs> but she will tell you. She yeah. will tell you about my work ethic. Oh yeah, yeah. She would. I'd be. I was telling her earlier, like I'd be. Sitting at home watching TV, whatever, munching on popcorn. My parents had come from Shaw. They're like, "We just saw Josh again." You know how self he's he's a very self motivated young man. I'm like, "Great, mom. Great. He's, yeah, he's a great guy." Yes, yeah. he becomes a motivational speaker later on in life. And she's just like, she's she knew still, she knew it ahead of time. She's like, "Well, I, I'm not surprised." Yeah, no, I, your parents are just amazing people, and I get to see him at the grocery store still to this day. I, I run into him almost every time I go in. I I'll see him and. Just great people, but uh, thank you. This this is this is interesting, John, because uh, you and I have you, you. First of all, you've been a be awesome follower and, and fan of sorts. You, you wear the yeah. shirt pretty often. Uh, I get I I'll get a someone will send me something in town on social media at least once every couple months because the people just they yeah. I love it. People just take yeah. random pictures of people they don't even know, which is really cool. So I got a picture and I'll be like, hey, I saw this guy. At the at the high school stadium, and they got a picture, and I look at it, I go, "Oh, it's John Cady." He's probably the most photographed, be awesome wear of anyone without knowing it. Yeah, without even, without knowing it. Most I told him the other day, he's like, "Oh my god, I didn't really that that happened." But um, I, I so I found out that John is is releasing a book, and um, we'll get into the book. But in in kind of preparing for this, and and um, kind of checking out what John. It's been up to the last 30 plus years because we've graduated in the 90s. I found out something really cool that I didn't know and I never never thought to ask. But you have uh, a pretty amazing occupation. Yeah. So I am a teacher and I teach uh, in a detention center. So they're, they're uh, juvenile offenders, my students, so, which my, my boss still jokes me to this day because I didn't remember applying for the job. Like I just, I thought it was. I knew, I, I knew it wasn't a public school. I knew it wasn't a regular public school. So, and I thought it was like a alternative school. So I'm like, at the time, I still didn't. You're so like, it's like a culture shock from Easton. Like I still didn't know what an alternative school was. But I'm like, oh, it's a job with money coming to me. So, yeah. and I'm teaching. So I go there and like the like the not the not the jail cell, but like the doors like clang shut behind me. I'm like, okay, where? Am I? And then I see like. I see this kid coming down. He was coming back from court, and he's in the handcuffs and everything. I'm like, all right, where am I? I'm like, this isn't, none of this seems okay. You know, it doesn't seem like what I thought it was. So I sit down, and I'm like, the whole time, I'm like answering their questions for the job. And they're hearing what they want to hear, but I'm like still kind of confused. And she says to me at the end, she said, what, you know, you have any questions? I'm like, I just don't remember applying for this job. Like, I don't, I in my mind, am I, I, am, I, am I supposed to be here? Right. Yeah. Right, right. In my mind, I'm like, I probably wouldn't have applied for this job. Like, this was not, <laughs> this is not where I saw myself. Yeah. But all I pictured was like, you know, boys in the hood, menace to society. And what yeah. I really want that. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it ended up. So the first few months was like everything was a culture shock. It was like, okay, you got to count your pencils, make sure no one has a pencil because that turns into a shiv. And then you're like all these different things. Really. Even even like. They couldn't bring hardcover books back to their room because you can pull a binding out and the binding is a shift. Everything's a shift. Whether, yeah. you, whether you guys know it or not, everything's a shift. Wow. So it's yeah. like, I'm like. It's like a, it's a knife. It's yeah. A, yeah. yeah. Well, I know what a shift is. Yeah. Yeah. Mind, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people don't know what a shift <laughs> okay. is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, a lot of people haven't been in a detention center or a yeah. jail before that they got to 
get a shiv out of a toothbrush or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my mind was blown. I'm like, yeah. okay. I'm like, well, still, I need a job. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like, let's do this. Wh- so, where is the school? Tell us a little about So this it. is, it's over at Ton State Hospital Grounds. Okay. So it's for the Department of Youth Services. They're all over the state, but that's specifically where I am. There's, there's a few in the, in the Southeast region, but. You know, other than that, it's just all over the state. So these are juvenile offenders yes. that are there. They can't go to prison. They can go to. They can't go yet. Some of them will once they're of age, they'll move on to like. So these these kids have done some. Yeah, some of them have done some pretty bad stuff. Wow. How long? So pretty much anything you can think of, some of them have done. Wow. And so you didn't know you applied for this job, and you've been there for no. how long? I'm going into my 17th year. Wow. Well, because it's one of those things where it was a happy accident because after the shock wears off and everything, then you get to know these kids and they're like, they're not afraid to take chances in there in front of their peers because it's like in public school, as they say, on the out, they're like, I didn't read unless I had to. I didn't do this, that, and, you know, I didn't do any work. And, you know, because it was not cool doing all that in front of their friends or they just wanted to be the class clown or just hang out and do nothing. So there, there's benefits to doing the work. Like they get to, you know, they have longer time talking to their parents or, or you know, or visiting with their parents, anything. You know, there's a lot of incentives for it, mm. for them performing. And, and so when they do perform and they see how good they are, like if you give them, some, it breaks your heart. Some of the kids you give like, say you give like a B plus to a kid that he earned a B plus and he, he's blown away he's like are you sure like he he wants a recount he's like it's more you know he he'll think and oh at the best i probably got a c but like when they, when they, i'm like yeah no i don't give generous grades i give the grades you earn and then they're like their faces light up and that's you to see them shine when a lot of society and even my my myself i guess at one point you know when yeah. i when i said i probably wouldn't have applied there re, you know cast them aside or write yeah. them off but like when you see them shine it's bright Mm-hmm. It's blinding and it's beautiful. So. so do you have any, and you don't need to say names or ex- yeah. specific examples, but do you have any of these kids that ended up getting on the out after being in school with you and have come to you and said, hey, man, you made a difference? Or you got, I've seen, you, I've seen one, oh, sorry, I cut you off. No, go ahead. I've seen one kid in Target and he was there with his, uh, with his kids and he said, and he was saying to his kids, he said, this is one of the dudes that I liked in there. This is one of the dudes, you know, he was one of my, one of my teachers that I, I'll probably gonna remember for a while. So I'm like, thanks, man. I said, and then here's my son. You yeah. Know? So it was cool. He introduced me to his kids. I introduced him to my kid and yeah. it was, it was just a nice moment. And then this has been success stories, but like, so one girl went through the system and she ended up going to Columbia Law School, became a law, you know, wow. it's one of those things. Not everyone gets to see this. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you don't get to see this side, you know, you, you get to see what, you know, what sometimes would, I don't want to say society, but whoever, you know, when they paint pictures of these kids, you only see that picture that they paint. It's like the opposite of the Facebook life. Facebook, yep. you see the highlights. These yep. kids, sometimes you see the, just the lowlights. You don't see them shining like that. So right. I get to see that. And that's why yeah. I'm going to be there until. <laughs> well, these kids were written off before they got to you. Right. right? Yeah. They were written off while they were out. and Right. And, Society basically, and, and probably written off by themselves too. Oh yeah, based uh, on absolutely. absolutely. Like you know, I'm I'm done. I'm, I'm yeah. permanently tattooed. Definitely, that's not always the case. Yeah, and unfortunately, as a result, some of them just they don't know how to take a compliment. They don't get mad if you give them a compliment. Just sometimes they think, you know, what are you trying to? What's your angle? Why are you giving me a compliment? It's yeah. like you earned one. You yeah. Know? Well, it's 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 interesting because you know when you say take a compliment, and they, they, a lot of them don't know how to even say thank you. Right. Right. And that's you know. 
I do some work with a, a group that that uh, helps people that that don't have a lot. And and uh, when I was talking to the director, he was like, "Yeah, because it's reuniting family members and, and when they're far away from each other, type of thing." And and uh, he says, "Yeah, you know, a lot of these people they're they're like so emotional and so excited to see the loved one, but then." The, you know that you never hear thank you, and I'm like, it's probably because nobody's ever said thank you to them for them to understand what that means, or told or been told, hey, when somebody does something good for you, say thank you. And a lot of them, nobody's ever done anything good for them, yeah, right? And true. so that's that's one of those things that people have to remember is like, just because someone doesn't say it, it doesn't mean that they know that they're supposed to say it and they don't. Sometimes they just yeah. don't, and that's probably a lot of these kids. I was amazed that I, like. I was, I was sitting here reading just about your your occupation and how you kind of fell into it a little bit. I'm like, man, I didn't know that. I didn't even know that existed. I didn't even know a lot. That, that's the thing. A lot of people don't. Yeah, that's why like numbers. Like a lot of people don't apply even apply for those jobs because they don't know about it. Yeah, and it's like wait. I always am telling friends that if they teach or they're thinking of leaving like public school, I'm like, come to UIS, man. It's at the end of the day, you feel like. You know, you feel like a million bucks because you see kids succeeding that you don't normally see succeed, or they probably don't feel like they normally succeed. So well, it makes it completely. Yeah. You're the last exit, man. Yeah. You're, you're like you. That's make or break. Like you yeah. could, you could make someone that's been broken by themselves or by others, yeah. or 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 you can continue that cycle, and yeah. it basically it's done. That's amazing. Yeah. One so, of my one of my. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say tell just tell us a little bit about like. The classroom experience like are they small classes uh what do you teach there first of all just a little bigger than this um than this studio and for anyone who's listening at home like who's not in the studio it's it's a small room it's but 10 by 12. it's perfect it's the perfect size for this but factor in you know would you have a class in here no you know with like five kids and then there's always a security guard in there with us mm-hmm. well i call them security guards but they're really they're called group workers they're staff so yeah but they they always seem like I always call them security guys. I just figured I figured yeah, you'd yeah. be in a wrecking ball. They did. They knew, no. They, they, knew, they didn't. Know, knew, they didn't need that extra. Uh, they they need that extra know, weight in luckily, there. Luckily, you don't have a t-shirt. Yeah, no. Says, l- yeah. Luckily, the the they're just fans. Like they, the my students, they call me they one of the real ones. He's yeah. the real, you know. So it's like one of those. That's their big compliment. Oh, he's one. He's a real one. And so yeah. explain that, like compared to other 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 teachers who aren't real ones. Or? I don't know. Like they never go into it, but I feel like it's kind of like that, and not even like. When they say a real one, like they won't even be saying it about a teacher per se. They'll be saying it just about a, a person mm-hmm. in general. Like they can tell a fake person and whatnot. So yeah, one time there was a so there was three kids, like they all wanted to fight each other, like in my classroom. So it's just like it turned this big melee, and like this kid, this is my first year teaching. This huge kid, like stands in front of me, like he blocks me, like I'm in the corner and my uh, desk, and I'm like. Oh crap! This, this is how it happens. I'm like, and he's a monster. I'm like, I'm not feeling like a wrecking ball right yeah. now. I am feeling like a pee. I'm like, I'm like, this is gonna end bad. And then he goes, "You he don't worry, John. I'm not gonna let anybody touch you." I'm like, "Thank you." Well, like, yeah. And he's one of your students. Yeah, but I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> but it was got a heavy watch in his back. That's yeah. It. If you're like, if it's your. If you're honest with them, and I always tell them, you know, I do the same spiel every year when they come in, like, you know, respect to the two-way street. I love giving it. I like getting it. So, and that kind of, you can say it all you want, but they, until they see that you're like that, that's when I guess you get that real one status. Actually, speaks louder than words. Yeah. Especially with them. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've heard people promising them stuff. So they're, you know, blue in the face and they don't get the stuff. Well, well, typically people that, 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 
are in situations that they've lived their life where society or people have forced them to earn the respect and by the time by the time they're worthy they're so angry that they don't care anymore yeah right and that's why we kind of talk about giving people trust and respect giving it to them and then you know figuring out at the end of the day if it if it is truly earned uh opposed to saying well you haven't earned it yet i'm not going to give it to you yet and so well we definitely want to get to the book but if i have a few more questions yeah because this this is fascinating um, so what, what do you teach? Are you a one-subject specialist, or do you teach all the subjects? So and- I, I teach English, and I used to teach English and history for the most part, but now we, we have a history teacher who is just, like, you know, he's a whiz with history. It's like, yeah. I, I'm pretty much, I'm an, I've always been, like, an English teacher. You know, like, that was my specialty, but, you know, in, in DYS, occasionally they'll, they'll ask you to, you know, branch out, you know, can you teach history as well? I'm like, yeah, I love history, so I'll go with that, but. Um, they know not to ask me to teach like math or science because <laughs> yeah. they want students to pass the MCAS, not just like <laughs> show up for it. Oh, so the, so so basically, it's a regular school. Oh, yeah, the kids are just different. Yeah, in the so sense that they've had a little. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we follow like we follow the same framework, standards, and everything that the every public school follows. So that way, when a kid leaves us and I and I put his transcript together, the goal is for him to just be able to go right back into whatever class he would be in and he'll be where they are on their curriculum map or you know not necessarily curriculum map but he'll be where they are standard and frameworks wise so he just it's an easy easier transition i never i imagine it's never easy for them to transition back in but Hmm. and so what what percent of the kids um stay is it high school this is a high school right yeah so what percent are there for like all four years as opposed to just one year in one year out so i am since i'm in a detention unit that is a shorter time you have you have your detention units you have those are the kids waiting to be like for their for their trial and then you have treatment unit which is kids who have been committed and then like they just get they're receiving treatment so that so they get you know improve upon themselves let's put it that way and then there's uh, a there's a revocation. So that's it's kind of like us, but as in like those are usually the kids who maybe if they like violated parole or something, and then they go back. You know, it's one of those yeah. things they had already been committed, but then they in release, but then they went back. Okay. So, so it's not re- it's not common to have somebody there for four years. No, the only I think the only time we had we it's very rare that we do, but sometimes they just some of their court cases drag on. So. Wow. Interesting. Wow. And how many years have you been doing it? This I'm going into my seventeenth. Yeah. These kids can't get out. Like they're not it's like No, they're you know, they're um It's not yeah, it's like yeah. it's a, it's a for yeah. lack of a better word, fortified building. Yeah. 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 Wow. They're going from lack of a better word, locked up to the classroom and back. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. And, and it's all on the same floor. Yeah. 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 Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Is that is that really hard though to, to, to teach somebody for six months and then they might be gone and then or you just kind of you know, they just somebody comes midway through the year. They just whatever you happen to be teaching, that's what they that's what they're studying. Yeah, it's kind of basically it's one of those you just got to adapt to it. And if they're if they've been working on something in their public school that like we just don't like, I don't we don't have a teacher who teaches Spanish, for mm-hmm. example. So if they have that, then we find like on is edgenuity. I'm sorry, you might be mm-hmm. uh, um, familiar with it. So edgenuity is a web a website. Where they can learn, like they'll have a course of whatever, like say it's Spanish. Let's say it's another thing that we don't offer. They can take that, mm. and then you know they're okay. a- that way they're able to stay. You know, like I said, stay moving. You know, stay on the course that they'd be in public school. 
That's we'll still teach them regular, like the other stuff that we normally teach, but they'll have that on top of it. That way they're not missing out on that. Hmm. That's amazing. It's, it, it is. And, and I had no idea that there was even this as a program. No idea. And to think that there's people, now someone I know that's actually committed to doing this. Yeah. Um, well, he didn't apply for it. Yeah. Uh, and stayed with it is is pretty pretty wild. So first of all, thank you for doing that yeah. because that's, thank you. And it sounds like it's extremely rewarding, uh, and what keeps what keeps you keeps you going. Oh yeah, definitely. So, I tell I, I always joke with them. I said you're stuck with me. Yeah. And now this, and then she goes, I'm gonna hold you. To, my boss is I'm gonna hold you to that. If, even if you sell a million books. Yeah. I'm like you're stuck with me. Yeah. So what uh, the other teachers are they long timers too or is it is it turnover? yeah uh well so you know this. this a lot of them have been there, like you know, up, upwards of ten years. But we'll have like new teachers coming in almost every couple of years. And yeah, were your were your parents, or was your one of your parents an educator? So they both were at one point. My dad taught science over in Sharon Middle School for forty two years. Wow. So and then my mother, she taught history for a while, and then she left school. Like she she left she taught before I was born, and then she uh, after you know stayed home a little bit for, with me, and then. After which she just went into uh, like the clothing industry. Yeah. So yes. I thought I remembered one or both of them were. Yeah. Were educators. Do you have siblings? Yes. And yeah. and what do they think of your your job and you know? Oh, they they love it. I mean, yeah. they're not teaching themselves, but they love they love where I'm teaching. They love that I'm teaching, and then and then they love you know that I'm writing and seeing yeah. success there. So yeah, they're very very supportive. Let's yeah. let's just jump at it because I'm a writer too, and and yeah. Josh is a soon to be writer, so we're, we're very interested in the topic. Like, were yeah. you always a writer, and, and you know, how did this passion get to where it is now? So I, yeah, I mean, I used to love creative writing courses at high, at OA, like at uh, like with Mrs. Uh, Mrs. O'Reilly or I forget what it was O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Yeah, and, I, never, uh, I never got into that class. And Mrs. Balboni, like it was yeah. like I I just. I did it enough. You know, I enjoyed telling the stories back then, but I didn't like all the mechanics of like getting all the grammar completely yeah. right and yeah. whatnot. So I can't. I never really went full into it. And then I went to Manhattan College, and I and I started majoring in in film. There, so I was doing with a focus on screenwriting. So that's what I wanted to be. I was like, I was like, I want to be a screenwriter. I want to be writing movies. And then uh, I found out, you know, it's all in who you know. And yeah, that. like you can write like that. anything, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm like, meanwhile, I'm like, my mine's probably in all the circular files of every like agent and the you know but meanwhile like carrot tops making movies which is great <laughs> I, which is great you i know? thought you were going to be a comedian by the way i i tried that for a little bit oh did you really but only because i was uh unemployed and and our friend mike denson made a hundred dollar bet with me and i'm like i don't have a hundred dollars i guess i better go tell some jokes <laughs> <laughs> did you really yeah that's great that's that for awesome you, yeah yeah he was he was a riot like the, the wrecking ball thing was hysterical but it was also something for him to save himself but as far as humor, yeah, yeah, you were like you were the funniest in high school or something, weren't you? You and I, we were the class clowns. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Is that what we got for the superlative yeah. or whatever? I thought it was. I thought it was most humorous or something. Class clown, good. That's what we both got it. No, I, I stayed back. Fourth year or you fifth year? Oh, yeah, that was, so I stayed back. So he was able yeah. to get oh, it in the. He was yeah. able to get it in the right year. I got it in the wrong. Wait, year. did you graduate together? No, we went to we went to school together until high school, and then I stayed back, and he continued on. Oh, you stayed back at night? I stayed back, and it depends on who you talk to. Tenth or eleventh. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. you you graduated a year ahead of him, technically. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I mean, we didn't technically win class clown, but we were the funniest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who took it. Was it, a given, it was. It was. Yeah. It was given. It was just a given. So, um, this is your. This isn't your first releases. You've written other. Yeah. So I've I've had my first debut. Not my debut novella. They call them. I, like I didn't. Even, 
I didn't even know that was a word until yeah. like I wrote until I wrote one that wasn't long enough to be a novel. They're yeah. like, that's a novella, and I'm yeah. like, that's a thing. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah. So it's a novella, and then uh, so it was a middle grade horror book that I was. It's kind of like in the goosebumps like kind of yeah. genre. So I had fun doing that. And I wrote a couple of those, and uh, and my wife's cousin had gotten me into writing horror like i used to love my favorite books catcher in the rye so i kept trying to write catcher in the rye like Mm -hmm. that that was my like favorite kind of thing so i tried to write a couple of those and then i went to like the kid thing and my and then my wife's cousin one time at a cookout he said you ever think about writing horror and i'm like no i'm like (laughs) i don't even like horror movies i don't like horror there's nothing about horror i enjoy and then so he's like oh well there's like you can you can submit stories to an anthology and it can end up on the shelves in Barnes and Noble like all the anthologies and the heart and like it's easier to get easier to get into horror per se because the community yeah. like it's how everyone supports each other and it's all indie publishers and I'm like okay I like horror I'm like <laughs> <laughs> so I would write like I wrote a short story to, to submit it to an anthology and my sister is my beta reader so I'm like yeah she's gonna be honest with me about everything so I sent it to her she's like the writing's good but you didn't kill anyone. I'm like, yeah, I know. And she's like, it's horror. You you gotta kill someone. And I'm like, oh. people have people have to die. <laughs> I had like the Jerry Seinfeld voice. I'm like, well, I don't want to kill anyone. And she's like, well, then you don't want to make money writing horror. And I'm like, all right. And so I'm like writing. So like I wrote a story, and then it was someone read it, and they're like. Ooh, that was dark. And I'm like, I'm like, oh great. I'm so like, you went from not killing anyone. <laughs> I went from he's on the watch list. Yeah, I went from not killing anyone to like, what's wrong with you? Real quick. Yeah. I'm like, and then this. So this story, I had written this like ten years ago, the Angel of Death one. And so I was chopping that around to like, not to jump back, but I was chopping mm. that around to like agents back then, and like some agents were like. Ah, well, you know, angels aren't big. No one wants angels. And I'm like, everyone wants angels. And he's like, no. (laughs) He's like, like, this is my business. He goes, I know. No one wants angels. I'm like, what do they want? And he's like, werewolves and vampires. I'm like, Twilight. You don't want Twilight? And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, I can't write Twilight. I'm like, like, I don't know anything about that stuff. But you said screw that. You stuck with it. Yeah. So, well, that's that's the funny thing. So I, I... didn't even think about that for a while. And then one day, like, I had, like, because the groups of students I have, they get, you know, they switch out all the time. Like, every few months, I got a new group of students in there pretty much. And with some sprinkle from the last group into the, you know, it just mm-hmm. that's the way it goes. And so we got one group that loved fantasy. Like, they were reading whatever I had on the shelf in there. And, you know, Harry Potter, everything you could think of, they were reading. And I was like, you guys love this. And, and again, it like, a lot of them admittedly gang affiliated they're like on the out i don't read it all you know i'm not gonna i wouldn't be caught dead reading on the out but then they're like diving into books in there i'm like no one sees this party you know but i'm like i didn't even say that to them i'm like no just keep reading you know and then so i was like it brought in books for some of them to read that they wouldn't if we didn't have them there and so i was like this is just great to see and they help each other like some kids who won't read in class just because they're self-conscious the other kids will cheer them along and like that those moments are the best moments. Like I'm almost like when I see it, I'm like almost in tears. And I'm like, but I'm not gonna cry in front of gang members. Just not gonna. You know what's so awesome? Ball, a wrecking ball doesn't cry in front of gang members. What's so awesome about this, besides the fact that you want to cry in front of gang bangers, is is, yeah. is that we're talking about the book, and here he he keeps going back yeah. to his work. Yeah, it's so great. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like we're talking. Let's talk about the book. Well, and it comes yeah. back they, to the kids. Yeah. It's yeah. so cool. Well, and well, they're a big part of it. Like they so one. 
they like those books. But then one kid was saying one, he's like, I just don't relate to any of these people. Like, I'm like, oh, you know, well, it's fantasy, you know, no one really does. And then he's like, no, you can relate to the person, like the character, like the, you know, mm. you get Katniss from Hunger Games. Mm. Well, you know, right. So he's like, some people can relate to them. I can't relate to them. And, you know, without saying it, they're like, they're saying, you know, it's almost like a culture thing. Like, these kids aren't from the hood. They're not from the streets. They don't, you know, and it's one of those things. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I wish I knew how to write fantasy because fantasy would just be like, at that point, even in my head, I'm like, fantasy would just be goofy coming from me. Like, so I'm <laughs> like, it, it's one of those, like, I didn't think my writing skills weren't there, but my storytelling with that, within that genre was mm -hmm. not there. So I'm like, I don't, I don't have anything for you. And so not that night, because that would be too much of a Hollywood movie, but at some point in that, like in that uh, span of time, I had a dream where I'm like, I'm sitting in a nursing home like room, kind of like the one that my, my grandmother was in, but I'm sitting there and there's an old guy, there's a guy next to me and I'm like, an elderly guy lying down. I'm like, I don't know who this is. Like, I don't, but I'm just gonna sit here, it's a dream. So, you know, I'm not thinking it's a dream yeah. at the time. I'm like, I don't know who this is. And then a girl, like a, like a, like Angela basically walks into the room. Like the, this is in chapter two of the book. She walks in and looks at me and then like bends over, kisses the guy in the forehead and all of a sudden leaves the room and all of a sudden he's dead. And I'm like, what just happened? I'm like, I'm still like in dream mode. So I'm not knowing it's a dream. So I'm like, what is this? What's happening? And then I, I wake up, write it down right away in a, in a notebook. I, like I do that a lot now. I like whatever I dream of, if, if it's like, I can put that in the book. I write it down right when I wake up, drives my nut, my wife nut crazy. But yeah. it's like, she's like, just put it on your phone. I'm like, can't get it in the book. Yep. So it, uh, I love it. So, but that was one of those things. I'm like, oh, that might have been something. I might, and then I from there, and again, it went back to those kids. Like, she kind of could possibly relate to them. You know, mm -hmm. it could be that kind of situation. And so I did some research on. I did a lot of research on gangs and stuff like in that lifestyle. And I did a lot of research like just on angels, and it brought you know brought into the biblical stuff. So like a lot of it's in there. And so I'm like, oh, all right. So I pieced it together, and then the pre the premise kind of came out of that. So they helped me without even knowing they helped me. And so I wrote wow. basically. I wrote the book. Yeah. The book's basically wrote written for them. I want everyone to enjoy it, but it's basically written for them, so they have a protagonist that they can relate to. Well, that's that's what I always said. To, I said to Josh, Josh, who are you writing your book for? Who's the ideal avatar, the audience? And you have yours perfectly laid yeah. out for you yeah. and you can go anywhere with that you can do yeah. a whole series you can keep angela going forever that's what i'm hoping or you can yeah. come up with a new character that on a, you know so that good for you that that's yeah. so amazing circle back to the um you know the agent said oh, we're not looking for this so what did you resubmit angela to a different oh, agent yeah. or publisher or? so i've 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 shopped that around to hundreds of agents and they all like some of them like give me the send me the first ten pages and they'll like they're like I love the reading but you know I love I love the writing but I just can't there no one like you know like Same at thing. least a handful can't, of them are like no yeah. one wants angels and I'm like all right all right no one wants angels but then it, it so I just shelved it for a while and then I so one of the the publisher at Water Tower Hill Publishing Josh Lloyd Fox he's an author also and he like. He's written, like, he shared something and he wrote his Archangel Missions. Like, it's a series of angels books. And I'm like, all right. Light bulb. I'm like, yeah. I sent, so I send a little blurb of it to, you know, his, the synopsis to him because I was friends with him on Facebook. And he says, you brilliant bastard. Send me the rest of it. I'm like, 
I'm like, <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, forget you, agent. Yes. You know? That's so cool. I so cut out the so middleman. Yeah, you skipped the agent. You went right to yeah. the publisher. Yeah. So, and he, like, they're wonderful. Like, he, he and his wife, Heather, they're the, they're the, she, he's the main public or the main person who runs the publishing company and, and she's the editor. I think they both run it, but she's the editor and she's like, they're both just amazing. Yeah. Like, they're Do cute. they specialize in YA? Uh, no, so they specialize in fantasy, and she's well known like within that horror horror field, like horror industry. But like, they, for, but for they the, really love inspirational speakers, right, Josh? Yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that should be their new yeah. genre. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> as we we'll, as we'll, so, well, we'll promote the publisher. Well, I'm just re I'm finishing reading his uh, memoir now. Oh, uh, there you Josh's go. Josh's memoir, and he like. He's yeah, another Josh. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, it's a motivating. Yeah, you know, Josh is oh, a motiv well, motivating people. So they Let's do. make the yeah, introduction. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Motivating it. Back to you. Back to yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. So, is your book a fantasy or a horror, or a horror book? It's fantasy. Like this one. This one. Yeah. It's, so there's not a lot of death. No, I mean there's some, but it's like <laughs> it's kind of they work. I don't want people to die. They take it like it, it's like that's her job to take yeah. souls. Like basically, yeah. like the souls are going up to heaven. So yeah. it's like one of those, that's her job to take souls and also to save the souls of her friends who are in the gang because they're going down the wrong path. And so he, she needs to save them. So Wow. Nice. Nice. How, how long is it? So it originally it was like, it's it's 200 pages, but originally it was 400 pages. And I had, I had had like, um, so I thought the men, one of the reasons why agents weren't interested in one is because it was too short for like fantasy. So, because I'm thinking all those Harry Potter boys are like that. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I am not feeling that, you know. 400 so pages it, is a lot. Yeah. Well, it was, that's I mean, what it, it, it was two, it was two books. And then I had stopped after like 200, page 200 something. And so I'm like, all right, well, I, man, I better combi combine these and then I'll shop it around again. And then like still same answers. But the funny thing is when, when Josh got a hold of it, he said, I like it. He goes, I want to, he goes, do you have any issue with me cutting it in half and making two books out of it? And I'm like, that's what they started out as. I'm like, go for yeah. it. You know? And he goes, yeah, these, these two first two books of the trilogy. I'm like, trilogy? You know, I'm like, I'm, like, I'm, like Star Wars. I'm, I'm fanboying. I'm like, trilogy? I'm like, I better get get started on that third book then. Yeah. So you literally have your second book already done. Yeah. Yeah. So that comes out in September. Wow. Yeah. T tell us, tell us about, um, my experience with publishing is self-publishing, so you have a publisher, but you're still responsible for sort of doing a lot of your own promotion. Is that, is that yeah, correct? Yeah. Like what, what, are, what are some of the things that you're doing to promote the book? So mostly like uh, so just social media. Like what's, for example, the I, I was checking the Amazon today and like that came up, you know, for new releases. It said, oh, you know, I'm number one spot on new releases. I'm like, it's not even released yet. So, but... I'm just, every time I see something like that, I'm going to put it out there and then, you know, but Smart. when I do that, now I'll get like random comments in the second and like, I just ordered it, just ordered it. Just, I'm like, oh, this is working out. And yeah. then, and then like I, I did the Bold Journey magazine, that interview and, and I had, uh, I had never done an interview with a magazine before. So I was like, this is kind of cool. Everything's like kind of cool because yep. I wasn't, that's a, I found out that that's half of the job. Like mm -hmm. I've. I'm sitting there with my with the other book. I didn't do any of that. I didn't even like. I was not motivated in the way that I thought it would be. I was motivated for writing the stories, but I didn't get as motivated as I should have been promoting the sto the yeah. books. 
Yeah, that's what they say, right? It's yeah. most uh, authors love the writing and hate the selling, and they, that's why they sell 500 or less copies. And so good for you. That That's great. Sounds Thanks. like you're going to sell a lot. The beauty about that Amazon pre-sales is once it releases, you'll be a number one bestseller. Yeah. And then you'll be a number one bestseller for your whole life. We're talking to a number one bestseller. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. We are? Right. <laughs> I'm still learning about this book stuff. I'm, <laughs> I'm such a novice. It's been... Uh, it's been a long, it's been a long, lonely journey till Mark came along, and now it's going to be, uh, it's going to be amazing when it's done. But uh, yeah, now writing, a, I mean, it's the coolest thing, as you know, right? When yeah. People say when it comes out, people are going to be like, "John, I read your book, I really liked it," and you're just like, "Huh? I don't even know this person." You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's such a cool feeling. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I'm getting excited. For, I mean, I'm already excited. I'm like beyond excited. Like excited was like a mile away. Yeah. You know? but yeah. It was, so every every new step, like yeah, like even this, this is, I wasn't thinking. On this level, like this time with the other, like last year with the other book, I was not thinking this. I was like, I think like, oh, it's just cool and I get to write it and then like yeah. someone published it. But now I'm like, I'm going on, like I'm doing these, I'm doing podcasts, I'm doing interviews. You know, it's one of those things like it's really cool. Yeah. Well, you know, again, the cool thing is we're, you're on this, you're on this podcast for several reasons because you, you grew up with Josh as a yeah. rain friends. But what you do is so incredible. It's so awesome. Yeah. And you happen to have an awesome book. Like it's a, it's a yeah. double, your Thank story you. is so That's good. Well, it ties with everything. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Just, you know, keep doing this. Keep getting on as many podcasts as you can because it's, it's, you're not just talking about your book. You're talking about your job and yeah. you can't talk about one without the other because yeah. those kids influenced you. Right. right. And I want people to know about those kids. Like, they, you know, yeah. they do, like I always joke, I, you know, I'll say to my wife, I'm like, they, I'll come home and I'll be like bragging. I'm like, this kid got, you know, he read three pages for me. Like he didn't, you know, a month ago he's reading one paragraph and he was even hesitant to do that. It's just, you seeing them do this stuff is awesome. Yeah, yeah. it really is. So cool. Now you just got to figure out a book that you can give to them to go back to their room that they don't turn into a shiv. Yeah, well, paperback, paperback. they can do that. Oh, they yeah. can do paperback. Yep. All right, well, there you go. Yep. There you yeah. go. So I really want to see what they think of this. Like I, I snuck, uh, so a couple of the horror books, like horror short stories, Around like Halloween, I read I read them with them over the years, and, and like I'll uh, I'll take my name out of it. I'll just leave the title up there just to see what they think. One, like one of them, they just like I'm like, did you guys know I wrote that? Like, cause they were trashing it. I'm like, what the heck? You know, I'm like, it's a good story. I'm like, that's actually kind of scary. And they're like, now it is. You know, they watch all like the Saw movies and everything. That's not scary. What a great beta tester group, yeah. though, right? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, if that's you, if you've got your audience and you you that's yeah. you, you know who it is, yeah. that's. If, that's, if that's you get them to battle. like it, yeah. have they seen? Have they read a lot of the book, uh, the new one? Not the new one. They haven't. Uh, so I'll bring. Do they know? They yeah, they know about it. They've uh, they always uh, they always tell like bring the book and I'm like it's not out yet and they're like all right well, when it comes out you know if I'm still here you know it's always if I'm still here I know I know that's the sad part of it but mm -hmm. well they, they can look at it when they get out they can yeah get it yeah, yeah so well I mean yeah, yeah. I, again I'm still not clear on the getting out. Uh, are they getting out to go back to a family home or are they getting out being they're going to the next level of... of well, so it, it all depends. So sometimes it's whatever happens at court for them. Like, you know, worst case scenario, they get committed. Uh, other than that, some of them, they'll go home to their to their parents or their guardians and then some of them will go to DCF. So it's kind of a it, all across the board. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm sure you've learned a lot about that process, the juvenile process and oh, yeah. different levels. and mm -hmm. Yeah, it's tough. I've only ever... I think I've only ever had one kid from Easton. Well, like obviously I won't that's say good. Name, but like yeah, it was yeah, one yeah. of the, it was one of those it was one of those things where like he was he was acting tough to like all the Boston kids and I'm like, shut up, shut up. They all think I live in Bellingham. 
I got, you know, oh, that's I good. told him about, I, live, yeah. I live in Bellingham. Where do you live in Bellingham? Where's that? Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And then the kid from Bellingham ended up there once and I'm like, crap. I'm like, anybody know Peabody? Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> but it's, and I always live on Main Street. Main Street. Everyone has, <laughs> right, a, right. Everyone has a Main Street. 1234 Main Street. Yeah. yeah. I'm right near the light. So, <laughs> so this is a stupid question. I'm going to probably tell, having to crop it out, but. And you, you know, you say a lot of this stuff came from your dreams, and I and I only know what you've just said in here. But do you ever think, or is the thought in any piece of this that you're in real life, Angela, not like Angela, but I mean, you're you're touching these kids' souls and making a difference in some of their lives that you see in Target. And I don't know if anybody's asked you this or if no. this is something you've thought about, but no, like, I'm just sitting here going, "This that's is not a dumb question. That's a great that's, question. I'm just yeah. sitting here going, I didn't I'm think just, of that. I'm just sitting here going, <laughs> John is John sounds to me." Like he could be someone that is touching these yeah. gang members' souls and making trying a difference to get them in out of life. the gangs and, and and saving in essence potentially saving their lives. Yeah. And so That's I never thought about that. That's kind of deep. It is deep. Oh, <laughs> we need to flesh this out in the podcast. Well, I'm listening to him. Like, you know what I am, Angela. So, yeah, so, <laughs> but no, I mean, I just I'm listening to him share and like I I do the same thing, yeah. but differently because my brain is going with a lot of business things and other things that you know I'll have a dream that I process and write and and do things, but. You know, a lot of times, a lot of the things that I talk about or I do or things that come through in a dream or something, I'm like, well, I talk about something else or someone else. It's really, you know, it's kind of like we're talking about with my book. You need to write, you need to do a lot of the layout of my book because I can't write about the stuff that I want to write about mm -hmm. without feeling something. And like yep. I sit here and listening to this story and how he keeps intertwining it. I'm like, oh my God, this is. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought about that. That's really cool. Well, there you go. I'm I'm not very good at waking up. Uh, I dream a lot. Some people don't dream. Like, I remember my dreams every night. Yeah. And even when I have a really good dream, I don't get out of bed and write it down. I, I've always wanted to do that, but I'm too, I guess I'm too selfish or lazy. But like, that's so great that you yeah. do that. I, a lot of writers do that. They just wake up and they just punch it down. Yeah. yeah. And, I'm going to start doing that, Josh. Yeah. It's one of those things, especially after that like dream and after I, you know, I started writing that story, I'm like, it was, <laughs> I was treating like, it was like a, in my mind, it was like a divine intervention. I'm like, so I kept like, every time I went to bed, I'm like, you got anything else? For me? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm almost treating, yeah, yeah, almost yeah. treating God like he's a genie. You got I'm anything else for me? I'm really stuck in traffic. Do, I, like, yeah. do yeah. I at least get three, you know, yeah, like give, three wishes? <laughs> give me something. Did Now, not to, not to shift gears, but I'm almost out of this and it's, and I have to have a sip of water after everyone. But did you see the name of this? Uh, besides liquid death? Because oh. I, I thought it was a horror. I thought it was, oh a, my gosh. It was horrible. Yeah. I went into Shaw's to get wow. some liquid death. We're really looking at some point, we're hoping to get an aluminum can water sponsor. Nice. So right now we pay full price for liquid death, which it isn't cheap, but it's delicious. Yeah. And I went over to get some today and this uh, this flavor is rest in peach. Wow. So yeah, All I was right. like, oh, there you go. So you're, you're, I don't like peach flavored stuff, but iced tea agave vitamins dude you're on fire is. today uh, well, all peach, yeah, yeah, peach, 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 yeah. peach yeah. <laughs> he should be on the side of a mountain somewhere angela's john i got this oh, i got gosh. this all day. Yeah. yeah exactly i slept well last night did you no nah, no i didn't either <laughs> my daughter will be psyched when i tell her i was drinking liquid death like, yeah like she came, she came her and her friends they were at a, a party one time and it was like it was like 
the house was massive. It was like one of those like neighborhoods I didn't even know existed. Yeah. Because so far, like, not I'm not gonna be there. But it was like one of the, like I picked them up or whatever, and she goes, she comes out and she goes, I got you some rich people water. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she goes, liquid death. And I'm like, that's water. Like I didn't yeah. know the name of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I had yeah. never heard the name of her. I'm like, that's water. And she's yeah. like, yeah. And then I tasted it. I'm like, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, the idea with aluminum cans is it can be recycled over and over again, opposed yeah. to plastic and microplastics and fish, which I read about, uh, which scare me because uh, apparently you eat fish that have plastic in them and you get the plastic inside of you and it doesn't come out. So, yeah. Right. Plus they, Santa they, Claus they, is they really go. big into the Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Santa know, Claus like and Sierra Club and all that stuff. So yep. it's, a, it's, a big, it's a big deal all around. Um, man, this is awesome about the book. Congratulations. Thank you I'm very excited much. to I'm really excited at the uh, at, at the whole. I mean, the whole story. Like you could write a real, not fantasy story. I mean, when you said, you know, this is made like one thing away from made for TV. Like it really, you 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 have a you have a script right there for a made for TV. Yeah. That's just like I'm I'm blown away because yeah, I know me. Too. John and I have we we have stayed in contact enough over the last thirty years, but we haven't stayed in contact enough. And I don't do social media, as you know, so I don't. I, like I, I think I have to message him on social media up until I got his cell phone a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, be the way we got a hold of each other. But well, I think it, but, it's, uh, it's it's coming full circle because this is gonna you'll you're eventually gonna write the screenplay either for your own life story, kind of like American Fiction, or uh, or, or or this trilogy here. Yeah, so, that would be awesome. You know, that I I, really I think awesome. you could. You know, you could stick with the DOS and the kids. You, that's yeah. something you want to stay forever. But I think you yeah. might have a, a future. Yeah, here. this is this is amazing. Like yeah. it's just, and it's so much. There's so much there that nobody knows about, right? And that right. Every, everybody should know about. Like everybody should know. That, I mean, there's just a million different things. You know, to never give up on someone and to to, to have that care and to do yeah. what you do and to make a difference and all. I mean, it's just. Um, it's yeah. amazing. So, so plug the book again, where people can get it, or your sure. if you have an author website or your social handles, you know, tell tell yeah. the listeners where they can get so it. So, the book Angel of Death and the paperbacks, and uh, you know, actually, all the formats can be found right now on the publishing website, which is watertowerhill.com. And also, there it's available. If you don't go there, you can go. It's on Amazon. It's on, I found out the other day it was on walmart.com, which was kind of cool because I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't know that was going to happen. So that was really cool. And it's on barnesandnoble.com. And so. Great. Great. And you, I guess the you... list is growing. So I hope, you know, that's, you know. Yeah, awesome. I think the cool thing is with with having a publisher is that uh, any 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 bookstore, independent bookstore, can order it. So if you live remotely, you can just go to your bookseller and say, hey, I want to order a copy. And they can do that for you. It's yeah. cool. Uh, do you have an author website or a presence uh, on social media for I, that's not personal or just geared toward the book yet? I don't have an author uh, website per se, but I have. So on Facebook, I just started last week. Instead of like just my own regular you know Facebook one, I have uh, it's John Katie author. So and Good. then I have on Twitter, like on Twitter and Instagram. Basically, it's all it's all John Katie author, author like each yeah. time. So great, but awesome. yeah, and it's. Sorry, like the main, you know, the main, they're all like right there, easier to find on, on the, um, on the web, like the publisher's website. So yeah, it's great though. They, so they have, they've signed a few authors and it's all like, it's, they really set the tone for like camaraderie. So everyone's lifting each other up and it's kind of like, again, it almost goes full circle to those kids helping each other read. Like everything, mm -hmm. when, when everyone's helping each other and everybody wins with everyone's victory, it's, it's just, it ends it it can't possibly end bad. 
Mm-hmm. I you know? couldn't agree more. That's yeah, and uh, that's the that's the, it's good. That's the kind of environment they set. That's the kind of environment I I love because I see people thrive in it. Yeah. No, that's that's really terrific. And that, that's a kind of a great way to close too, right? That's like the messaging. Yeah, I, I think it is, and I think what we want to do. Um, I was just trying to see about ordering it um, in paperback. So what we're going to do is we're going to, for the next five, for the five, if we get five five star rating and reviews, and they put from the podcast, yeah, from the from this podcast, we'll just say the next five. We're, we've got some books going out, so here's what's going to happen. Uh, if we get five star rating and review, send an email to Josh at Be Awesome J O S H at B E A U S M dot com. If you do a five-star rating and review, email josh at beawesome.com and put wrecking ball in the subject line. We're going to do five books, paperback. We're going to give them to you. We're going to pre-order them uh, so that we can get you in the top top number one seat and you give those five books to your students awesome. at the school. All right. And uh, and that'll be our small thank you to you to get you off and started uh, with getting some of those kids uh, to, to, read, to read your book and give their feedback, which I know That's they're awesome. going to love. So, thank you. Uh, five-star rating and review. You do that on Apple, uh, Spotify, wherever, but email me and put wrecking ball on the subject line. Cause that's, I think that's going to be the name of this podcast. It's going to be, uh, sitting down mm-hmm. with the wrecking ball <laughs> Love uh, it. and we'll have all the ways that you can buy on the show notes. Um, man, this is great. When you think about, um, you know, when you think about us being kids, uh, in militia park and, you know, a blink of the eye ago. Oh right? yeah. Just kids. Someone, I just thought about that the other day. Well, so my son plays on a team with a couple of kids. And so the, the parents were talking, I'm like, and how it's so competitive. You know, the kids, they're all doing all these different like trainings now and all these like skill centers. And I'm like, I remember showing up to militia wearing just my, my uniform shirt and like literally jeans, yeah. like <laughs> jeans. I'm yeah. like. Me and Pipo Sater were the yeah. only two people that had actual baseball pants. Yeah. Yeah. And his dad, Butch Bosader, who passed away, who was, mm. a, was a great guy. Oh, definitely great um, guy. Pete's a great guy, coach. too. Yeah. Uh, I'll never forget, I was in, uh, I think you were on the baseball team I was on in like the third or fourth grade when I the ball went through my lip. Through your oh. wife? I, th- I think you were on lip? my, I, yeah, Maybe. Mr. Bosader was my was our coach. And yeah, I was awful. I was, I, my, my parents thought it was a good idea that I try everything. And I'm an athlete at nothing. And baseball was definitely it. So I got my first game. I've got my father's baseball glove, which is like 100 years old. There's no level left on it. Playing second base. And it was the game hadn't even started. It's the first game. And they throw from home, which I think we were still playing T-ball. So I don't even know why there'd be a throw from home to stop. Right, but it was, right. just, it was just the process. The but I put my glove in front of me like this. The ball hits the glove, bounces off, hits me right in the bottom lip. My teeth go through my bottom lip. They're like connected. I'd get them cut out. And... uh I can't remember what Mr. Bosada said, but it was something like, you're not supposed to catch it with your mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> was that your last game? But did they make you go back? No, no. I, I, was, I was, when he mentioned Denson, Mike Denson, uh, I played on the Orioles. He was a wicked pitcher. Yeah. And uh, we were in the fifth or sixth grade. Our, our, our uniform was yellow and purple. I think I still have a team picture. But we knocked it out of the park. We won the World Series of Militia Park that year. We were, yeah. You were on the Red Sox, I think. Yeah, I didn't like. Yeah. I don't recall too many winning seasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, my, so my coach, my coach on the Orioles had a uh, had a play for me, Mr. Cunningham, uh, not Cunningham, Cummings, Mr. Cummings. I can't remember who the other coach was, but he was a third base coach, and he had a, he had a, a very special like. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. And Just that, for you. that was get hit by a pitch. 
<laughs> uh, that was my specialty. Yes, yeah, yeah, my so, specialty: strikeouts uh, and hit yeah, by pitch. Yeah, but no, but you know, it's it's funny as we as we get older. It's funny you hear stories when when we were kids. We hear older people talk about you know when they were kids and all this other stuff. And you know, I think I have a very uh, I don't know that it's unique, but I think I'm very fortunate in which somehow my life has allowed me to have a lot of people in my life going back to the when I was real little, right? Mm-hmm. And and still be in my life. Not necessarily my everyday life, but something like this where it's like, hey, haven't talked or sat down with each other yep. for a long time, but it's like you never 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 missed a beat, right? And uh to so just true. to just watch us go from little kids showing up at the baseball field with jeans and a t shirt on to play a game to, you know, doing this amazing work yeah. and figuring out how to put this book that's gonna make an impact in countless lives. Um, it's just really cool. It's just a really very amazing cool. way to, 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 to live life. And I'm just very lucky and honored to, to have people like that in my life and to be, you know, I was, I was sitting at the, uh, Pittsburgh airport and, uh, and, and his brother-in-law calls me to say, do you know, John's writing a release in a book? And I said, no, I was talking about some insurance stuff. Unfortunately, I've got a, a child that's driving. That's, uh, mm-hmm. If you, if you got kids, keep them young. Don't let them get their licenses. Mine just cars. got her permit. Oh man, it it is it, it's well. I mean, you got family in the insurance business, so hopefully they get yeah. some sort of family discount. Mm-hmm. But I've been talking to to Tim uh, pretty often. Which Morse Insurance is an amazing insurance provider. Has been providing me since 1991 when I got my license. But uh, he says, you know, John John got a book coming out on March 25th. I'm like I need to have him on the podcast. Yeah. You know, and I, I called him up and said, hey, what do you think about being on the podcast? Let's see if we can influence one or two people. And it'd be just great to see you. And I had no idea that this is where we were going to go and what I would learn and just be so amazingly yeah. impressed with the work that you do. That Thank is, you. That is phenomenal. And the, the reward you must feel at the end of the day. Before you go, and I didn't know this. But before you go, uh, for your nighttime writing, got your Be Awesome book. Thank you. And then this is this was the real prize. Uh, so we made a shirt, limited edition, 100 shirts. This is before you, Mark. I'm sorry. Okay. That's okay. Uh, That's but okay. this is this is a limited edition. I thought it was a horror thing, but it could still be fantasy. We made a Steve the Jerk shirt, which is our mascot rooster. So oh, that's awesome. the bas- That's the back of it, Thank and you. it's a Halloween scene from our house. What, why aren't um, those on the site? Those are great. Th- th- nobody would buy those. I things. would buy Steve the Rooster shirt. Well, awesome. all right. Well, we'll, have to put them, we'll have to put them back put on. Them back. I'll so, be wearing this around. Today. They, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the hey, picture of that. Post. Free, free, we'll buy. I'll tell you what. We'll buy a sixth book. For the first person that sends a picture of the wrecking ball <laughs> in Steve the, the Rooster bat, in the Steve the Rooster shirt, not to be just not to be screwed up with the other shirts, but no, man. Hey, much success. Mm. We'd love to have you on uh, before the launch of the second book. Let's hear how the first awesome. book is going. You yeah, know, get it everything done. Yeah. And I mean, it's just amazing. When we were talking about publishers and all the stuff he's teaching me about. Yeah. It's not an easy task, and it's not. You make a phone call to someone and say, "Hey, I have a book idea," and they just say, "Hey, that's great. Let's put it out <laughs> right. there." Like. That's that's a lot of work, and people don't often see the oh, yeah. the, the 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 back end of what did you have to do to get there. So, like even uh, the meetings that I get, I get, I was psyched to get called into them, like just to look at like the cover art and all these different like things. I'm like, this is incredible, this is incredible. But yeah, because you know, uh, I wasn't me. They, I wasn't necessarily in, involved in that aspect with the other book, you know, it was, which and I didn't even I didn't know enough about anything to like. I was just psyched. Hey, I got a book public. You know, it's yeah. coming out. Kids are gonna read it. I'm psyched about that. So it's yeah, it's one of those things where I'm like, now when they when they want to be involved in like checking out the cover art, all this different stuff. What do you think of that? What do you think? How, how do you should I should it be that color? I'm like, 
Ooh, you great. want me to know? Yeah. No, yeah. 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 No. Really. Congratulations. Yeah. That's Thank awesome. You. And you don't need to tell your parents hi for me because I'll I'll just tell them hi when I drive by while right. they're walking or at the Perfect. grocery store. Yeah. Your sister. Your sister's part of the neighborhood watch, her and Timmy when they go on their walk. So yep. um no, that'll do it. This has okay. been a great episode. I, you 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 just you just go. I just see you. Yeah. Well, you light up. Anytime somebody that's a, that's writing and doing this stuff, you're in a whole different place. You're I in am. you're in yeah, you're in your it. space. And it's because he hangs out with me. We we went to Canada and he's reading and writing and doing all this stuff and I'm telling right. stories and and eating beef jerky and trying to figure out how it all comes together and he's just so putting it all together. Well, it's you, I mean, we're wrapping up here, but you said it the best. Like the people in your writing community the, at the publishing house, like everybody, what you're you're getting a club, yeah. You know, yeah. you just you just want so badly for other writers to do well because it's so freaking hard. Yeah. You know, so I'm just so happy for you and yeah, it is a neat, it yeah. is a neat community from what yeah. I've what I've started to yeah, see. Yeah, you it. go online and you yeah. you know you start using Twitter and everyone's like, oh yeah, I could use a lift and help. You know, it's, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. They, lo- they love lifting each other, and then. So there was a one last, or I mean, I don't know if it was one last story, whatever. It, uh, there was a, a, like last year at one point, there was one of the horror writers had, I, name escapes me now. Like I'm not even keeping his name out on purpose. I can't remember the name. Stephen but King. He was, he was going <laughs> yeah. through, he was going through a tough time. Uh, and he, so a bunch of the other authors started like a GoFundMe thing for him without even hitting, you know, it was mm-hmm. one of those things like they lift each other up. It's awesome yeah. to see. Yeah. yeah, it really yeah. is. No, that's great. That is that is phenomenal, and uh, I'm I'm learning more and more as I, every episode and every day goes on, and I'm excited yep. to be part of this this community as I start to learn and uh, figure out figure out this writing thing. So yeah, definitely. Um, and this is the of the closing our exciting news that we were working on because we didn't we didn't talk about this. We have well we haven't talked about because it, it just came out. So when we were in Canada, uh, Mark forgot that I had talked to him about this in months prior. Um, in my speaking, I, I came across a young man. He was about 14 years old. I did a summer camp and there's 400 kids. And this young man had the courage enough to stand in front of all 400 of his peers and ask me a question. Cause at the end of my keynotes, I do an ask peach anything. You can ask me any question about anything at all. And I'll give you the answer that I best understand or know it to be. And, uh, he stood up and he said, what do you do when you're not awesome? And, uh, when you don't feel awesome. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. Um, it still gets me. So, um, so I said to him, Hey, you are awesome. And, and I didn't think anything about it. This was in 2022 and, um, it just sat in my brain. And then one night I just looked and I was like, Hey, can we put you are awesome together in the periodic elements? And you can kind of just like be awesome. And so we went and we started doing the trademark work. And for those of you that can see it, we, this is our newest, oh, great. newest logo. Um, because it's four periodic elements, we got to put it together. But it says you are awesome. It's uranium and argon added with um, beryllium and, and samarium, and or rather um, gold and, and samarium. Beryllium is taken out, and so um, we're, we're we've just launched it. We just sold our first batch of shirts. We've we're, we're going through the trademark process of it, and and that actually we're going to let the cat out of the bag. I guess I can. That's no. actually going to be no. No, no. Well, let it out of the bag. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we, 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 okay. yeah. And so uh, when we were in Canada, we talked about it. It wasn't just about shirts. That's what the book is going to be titled. So we've struggled with Be Awesome um, for the last couple of years because so many people don't know that they are. And so the book is going to be titled You Are Awesome and uh, with the periodic elements. And that's uh, something that's exciting. So buy the shirts, buy the merch, have fun. Uh, remember, uh, we're going to change if you can be anything, be awesome. We're going to say You Are Awesome. Uh, because you are anyone that listens to this and anyone you interact with they're awesome 
it's a pretty unique lottery that we all had to be here every day and uh, appreciate you sitting with us, John, getting us Thank back you. on track on the podcast. So that'll do it. You are awesome. Have a great day. Coming to you from underneath a peach blossom. It's time for an episode of Be Awesome. Find positivity throughout your life and work. Just like our mascot rooster, Steve the Jerk.